understand what really motivates them what really makes them get up and i'm not just talking about get up put your pants on that's where you can go to work so you don't get fired i'm talking about get up put your pants on go to work and say today i'm going 150 120 welcome everybody to another episode of the seven square podcast leadership tips i got my main man with me mr Corey. see you Corey. how's it going today oh man we all good man just we knocked off look my cougar boys we knocked off illinois this past weekend um so for those of you listening to this whenever we drop it you know just know that we uh got a dub at this point in time um <laughs> but yeah man that's how we doing we're looking on uh i, I can't remember who we have next but uh, i'm looking forward to that game hey when you think about it like this Corey, just say it don't even matter who next just who up we yeah, trying to right. knock them down but what i like when i watch the game and i seen the head coach really celebrate with the players he was going all in shirt off getting wet and I thought about how great it is for a leader to be able to participate in the celebratory activities with the players without it feeling like uncomfortable. Like nobody was standing back looking like, why is he doing this? A lot of people on social media were just showing love of just the excitement. And we don't see that all the time, especially in organizations. It feels like there's this separation between leadership and people. And even when there are wins, they celebrate differently and never really together. So I love, just love to see the energy that he put in. Uh, he going to be sore because all that moving he was doing, <laughs> he probably pulled and tweaked something. But uh, I know you had a great topic for us tonight. I wish I could show the bloopers to these podcasts and these shows because me and Cora were talking and going in and I wasn't even recording the last time. <laughs> so we had to restart it, y'all. But hey, that's what happened. So Corey, talk to talk to us a little bit about what's on your heart with the topic that you wanted to bring up. Yeah, and honestly, I think that I think I think that scenario you just talked about segued perfectly into what we're talking about today. And we want to talk to y'all about extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation, and uh, that's near and dear to me because we always look at companies, we always look at teams, and see like the carrot and the stick, and then it's. Uh, hey, I'm incentivizing here and all that stuff. And you see, you see, really, a lot of people are successful in their own different ways. But I personally believe that there's there's really one side of how you how you get that longevity to what you do. I feel you. Give us the definition, your definition of intrinsic versus extrinsic just yeah, for the people so, who might not know because they might be like hey what my dictionary what my dictionary yeah right. so so let me break this down right because i'm not an sat guy i don't like using them big words so i i had to practice y'all before i actually said this um so intrinsic motivation just means that i tapped and it's an easy way to, to notice intrinsic inside i tapped inside of you to get that motivation out of you to get the to get that oomph to get the fire going inside of you extrinsic means right think about external so intrinsic internal extrinsic external and that external motivation is kind of like okay cool if you do x i will give you y if mm -hmm. if you reach this pinnacle i will give you something for it if um if you do these things even at a really basic level if you do this therefore you will be happy and so then people try to chase that type of stuff but I think it's very important for people in life business. You have a team. You're leading someone at this point in your life, uh, yourself included. It's really good to know how to tap into either side, because we see a lot of we see a lot of people say, 
how do I keep going? And we talk about why's and like, why do you do what you do and all that stuff? Uh, but a lot of people, sometimes they'll be like, my why is something external. And I'm like, mm. so mm. what happens when you get it? You know? I got you. I got you. So if I'm thinking about it correctly, then maybe a extrinsic motivation will be the promotion. Yep. If you do X, Y, and Z on your job, you'll get the promotion. You'll get the pay raise. You'll get the title. You may get a bigger office. Uh, you know, you might get the parking spot. You might get the employee of the month plaque. But the more internal or the intrinsic would be that self, that feeling of accomplishment that you're okay, you're content, or not even content, because people sometimes look at that and oh, you're just content, but you're satisfied with the work you do, you're proud, and then you have an internal feeling that you can't get from an external resource. Yeah. So I'm explaining, I'm, talk, I'm talking that right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Corey, from your perspective then, what is the issue with having either one do we need both or what do you see is the major issue between those two definitions because the way i see it is you need both yep. and you need a little because and i'm gonna tell you why before you jump in i feel like you need both because you may have that person who is self-motivated they are happy with the work they produce but then they don't move forward like they don't need a i don't need the next dollar i don't need the next promotion i don't need the parking spot i don't need the accolades so I'm just comfortable where I am, but we both know that when you're comfortable and you're in your comfort zone, you don't grow. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like, okay, that can be a negative. If I'm just intrinsically motivated with no external factor, I might get stuck. Yep. And, and so I'll break it down to you like this. You do need both and you can use both. I want you to think about both as being tools. Uh, but, and I'm going to touch on intrinsic like that that internal motivation in a little bit but you need both right you look in your tool bag you say okay what kind of motivation do i need to pull out right now what type of goal maybe it might be a short-term goal that we say hey y'all if we can um and i'm just thinking about i was in colorado a few weeks ago or whatnot um look y'all if we can get to the top of the mountain if we can get to the top of this peak the view will look like something beautiful right that's ex external motivation for us. If we can mm -hmm. get to that mountain, therefore, we will see the view. Now, there's a piece in me that says, I'm just trying to get to the top of the mountain because that's just how I'm driven. But I want people to start to think about how do you effectively use external motivation? Because a lot of people would just say, well, Tyrus, if you do this, I'll give you extra commission. If you mm -hmm. do this, we'll hold a raffle this month if you do this we'll hold the illustrious corporate pizza party that everybody loves going to um you know it's you can use that in particular ways and something that i i think about all the time is you have to be careful when you're doing something externally and you're offering something for a result because when you give people something they always expect it so you have to be clear in your messaging when you say I'm going to offer this and this is the goal for this. However, it's just for now, right? Because we're trying to get, I'm trying to see what y'all can do. Basically. I'm trying to see where we can go with it. Mm -hmm. Always have mm -hmm. something in mind. And you know how in business they always say like, okay, if you have a webinar, have an offer on the backside. If you hold right. whatever, have an offer or a funnel or something that you can loop people into. It's almost the same thing if you really think about it. And I'm, I'm just giving you an example. 
if I say, hey, look, if I run a sales company and I know the more offers I make, the quicker I make them, I will get X result. But you just need some folks to buy into it because maybe the culture before was, well, I get an offer out when I can. I just make an mm-hmm. offer whenever, you know, whenever it can happen, whatever. Um, and you, you kind of go through that kind of like laissez-faire uh, approach of like, yeah, whenever I get that offer out, it's fine. Right. So then I offer you and I say, okay, cool. I want on anything that comes through, I want us to have at least 90% uh, of the of the things that I touch to have an offer on it. By the way, I need you to, and this is something we can worry about a little bit later, but you know, in the back of your mind, I need us to, to every time we work said sale process, I need you to at least make an offer to the customer within two days. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, is then I say, all right, cool. So let's focus, let's focus on offering because why? Because if, if the rate at which I'm offering is going up, I'm probably offering it quicker anyway. So I'm gonna worry about that in a little bit. So I said, you know what, y'all? Y'all can get, I don't know, some off time. Y'all get a vacation day, whatever, right? If you if you can maintain this for two weeks, three weeks, whatever, a month, whatever it may be. And so all of a sudden, I need my plan to start churning, right? Okay. So they say, what's in it for me? I get some off time. I'm perfectly fine with that. For, for me as the leader, for me as the person running the show, I say, okay, if I, I know in the back of my mind, if I can show that more offers equates to more to more buying, to more, you know, whatever, to more purchases, then I can use that data to show my team. Y'all, look, mm-hmm. y'all made all these offers and look how quickly y'all were, y'all were getting this stuff handled. Look how quickly, you know, you were settling these, you know, sales calls and all that stuff. Look how much more commission you made off of it because you made right. more offers on it. Look how much, you know, and it all trickles downhill. But I use that external motivation to get them back into showing them and having them understand, look, well, if you do this, this is this is how much easier it'll be for you. This is how much more money you'll make. But initially, a lot of people will say, well, he won't make he wants me to make more offers. Why? Just because he won't make more money, blah, blah, blah. Well, in reality, I'm just trying to make you work less. So mm. quicker offer out, more offers out quicker purchase i make more money and that's just to give you an example on the external factor now someone could not tyrus and i want to get you like you chime into this because i see your wheels turning if you don't have that mindset when you use the external motivator for example and i'm not saying it's it's not it's okay i'm not saying it's not okay to just offer something sometime and just be like you know what y'all work hard go hit the goal i'll you know buy y'all dinner this week i'll you know take y'all to lunch as a team or whatever it's okay to do that but if you typically don't have something behind it to say, hey, I'm going to prove my point with this, you're going to find yourself burning and churning, as I call it, because you're just going to be offered incentive. They'll do it for you. You don't offer the incentive anymore. They don't do it anymore. Uh, then you offer it again. Then they do it easily. And then you don't offer it. And then they don't do it anymore. So that's what I mean. And I'm going to just touch on external right there. I'm going to let you hop in at that point. Yeah. And I think that it's true. If you start that way and i love it core because now i see why it matters to have both because if you only have external and you're able to tap into that by the reward or punishment hey if you do x i give you y when you stop doing and giving they're gonna stop doing they they're not gonna have the motivation to continue to work for you at that point they're just gonna be collecting a check 
So to your point, it is true that you have to show them why it matters, not just do the thing. I give you the thing. You got to show them why you got to show them that it's impacting their productivity, how it's making them look at work, how this is just really the icing on the cake by you going out to the, the dinner or by me giving you a watch or giving you a gift card or whatever, showing the process of how. And Corey, if you remember when we talk about the values assessment, different people have different values. So they may not be motivated by money, but they may be motivated by how what their work does impact people mm -hmm. or how it helps the team, how they can lead or have leadership, how they can research and study or how it can create balance. There are so many different pieces other than just giving away the thing, the dinner. There's tapping into what will make that person be motivated internally to continue working to get the external factor. So that's what I took away because it's true. I even have faced it in my own for personal life, man. You want me to do all of this and you ain't doing nothing giving me a regular paycheck? And then I start feeling like, this ain't even worth the paycheck you giving me. <laughs> but then when you throw me a carrot, I'm like, okay, I can knock it out so I can get that bonus. That's uh oh, for all you corporations that only give bonuses because you want something, stop it. Oh yeah, stop it. Because what you're doing is you're showing your people that you can pay them more to do work. You choose not to, and you want to use an incentive in order to get them to be even more productive than they are. Yeah. If you just give them or pay them what they're worth, their value, they're going to give you 100% of what they got. Yep. Nah, and 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 check this. Like I said, when you think when you think about that the the insights, I started hitting on everything, but I knew in the back of my mind, what do I need to hit on? Okay, cool. I'm messaging to my I'm I'm really big on messaging to people. That's how you get people to buy in, right? You don't have buying, you don't get anything. I'm starting to think about, okay, maybe it's work. Maybe it's less work. Oh man, there's harmony. There's balance within this. It's less stressful. Uh, oh, you, it'll also help you make more money because you can go ahead and make people buy more things. Oh man, the economic people, you know, that's really driven to, mm -hmm. to make that impact or to make that money. Right. Oh, like this is what it really looks like when the data, the data starts showing. Oh, okay. Because this person really wants to learn and all these things. The, that's the type of mindset you have to go into it with understanding how do i flex it see i could just go in and like you said hey y'all gonna give you a bonus if you can just do this for me all right i'll let you at the end of the month right it doesn't it doesn't make the same sense unless i say hey these are the things that you can do and it's funny because i had a manager steal this from me uh but i was like go ahead and sing my praises if you want to i know you're just not gonna drop my name and she sounded she sounded like our good old friend marquel and she said uh she was in a meeting. She's talking to these uh, vice presidents and stuff. She said, what if I told you uh, that you can do 40% more work with 25% less staff? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you're talking my language. <laughs> because that's really what it equated to when I helped her work through all those things. Um, and and to, we're going to talk about managing up another time. But I was able to help her manage up to understand, like, okay, how do I flex that type of messaging to people? But it started with being able to get the buy-in for people to actually do it. Uh, now I'm gonna kick it over to you, and uh, unless you want me to take it first, but let's talk about in like that internal internal motivation. How do we get there 
Um, and I, I'll tell you this much. There's a way to, to, to start pushing. And we already hinted to you, by the way, to start pushing that external to then move it to the internal. What comes to mind when you hear that? Yeah. So what comes to mind for me is understanding what really motivates or drives that person. Why do they wake up every day? What is their why? And the why can't be attached to a thing because nothing on this planet is permanent. It's going to come and it's going to go. It's going to be good and it's going to be bad. So when you're attaching your motivation to a thing that can go away, you can lose it. So when I think about it, I'm thinking about when I close my eyes, what is it that I'm working for or towards? Who am I working for or towards? What am I looking to gain? What is it about me? That makes me even want to go to this place and add value to it. Because think about it this way, guys. As leaders, whether you are the CEO or you the ground worker, you're adding value to the organization. And your work should be valued and your time should be valued. So you have to think about, okay, what value do I bring to the table and why? I think about, you know, if I'm motivated by teamwork, then am I around a team? Am I in an environment that will allow me to work as a team? Or if I'm motivated by economic and getting the most money I can get, what helps drive me to that point? So, Corey, I think everybody should just sit down and really think about why they're doing what they do. Like yeah. long term, why are you doing what you do? Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of that's kind of where I think that internal motivation is where you win the long game every single time because you're going to start to see, and I, I still have people myself. They say, man, I remember you told me this two, three years ago and I'm still doing it, man. I remember, I remember we discussed this five years ago and I'm still doing it right. You, you got to understand at a certain point that those external things, that extra money, the bonus and all that other stuff, it really becomes normal if you give it to people enough. Uh, and it's like, oh, well, I know I'm going to get a bonus every quarter. All right, cool. So then the then the, the human nature starts to say, so what's next? That's all you got? Right. What's now next? you got to start tapping into the inside. You got to you have to have these conversations to understand what what makes that person tick. I have had the gambit of people that I've had to work with and understand what really motivates them, what really makes them get up. And I'm not just talking about get up, put your pants on. That's where you can go to work so you don't get fired. I'm talking about get up, put your pants on, go to work and say, today I'm going 150%, 120% because it's just me at this point. Um, and you start to shift those players, I will call them, into that area to where they can self-govern themselves at a certain point. And that's really what you want. Mm-hmm. You don't. You want to get to a point to where more days than not, that internal motivation comes out and you're not having to pull them to be like oh man you i thought you were going to give me your all today but the question is as always we want to give you practical steps right how do you do it so we talked about the external motivators when you offer things like this you got to pay attention to what people say when you offer it yeah i could offer you and tyrus talked about a bonus i could offer you a bonus does someone say Ooh, a bonus. I want more money. Oh, maybe money motivates that person. But don't stop there. What about the money? What's the reason you need more money? What are the things you want to do with the money? Is it because you have kids and you want to live a better lifestyle? And maybe 
a, a, a true story. Maybe you're barely making it to work every single day. And that extra $500, whatever that amount may be, that extra money may, may allow you to get a brand new transition, I mean, a transmission, and then you can start your car perfectly fine every, every morning. And you don't have to pray that you can get make it to work. Maybe you listen to someone and you say, hey, I got an extra $500. And they're just like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. So may, money may not be the motivation for mm-hmm. them. So then they talk to them. And it's it's just, again, it's an easy conversation. Hey, you know what, Tyrus, the other day, uh, I know I, I, I said, man, I'll give y'all $500 if y'all meet this goal. And you kind of like, yeah, it's whatever. So then talk to them. Hey, can you talk to me about like how, how you feel about it? Do you think it's a good, you think it's a good idea? You know, and they'll probably open up and be like, ah, well, money's not really, you know, money's not really the thing for me. Uh, you know, I just feel like the job's real stressful. So if you can, you know, if you can take some work from me, that'd be fine. I don't need any more money. I need less stress in my life. Oh, okay, cool. Now I know this person isn't quite the, they can't work in an environment of chaos, right? So maybe something that's pushing them is to get to a point to where they have like that balance in their life. Maybe somebody says, oh, well, the $500 is cool. And then you start to see them speak up. I always call them your informal leaders on your team. They're the best person to have on your team if you know how to work them right. If you look at that person and then say, oh, they're not really worried about the money, but they looked at the opportunity to say, come on, y'all, we got this. And now they want to take a position of leadership within the group. And then you start to push them and be like, yeah, get them together. You got them. Like, y'all can hit the goal. You know, and then that person's like your cheerleader that can that can help you out. Maybe the person just says, man, $500 is cool, but I really don't understand why the hell y'all want us to do this. Right. Now you start to say, okay, so they, they want to, they're really, they're really big into figuring out why things work, how they work, why things do how they do. And that's just like on a really base level. I don't want to go over anybody's head, but what you have to do is figure out what keeps them going. And now we talked about external factors, but at the same time, you got to realize certain things do go away, but people have families, people have goals that they want to obtain, people have lifestyles that they want to obtain, people have have people that they want to show that, hey, if I reach this level, I can go back and pull other people up to help me, right? That altruist, that person that wants mm-hmm. to help. What is the thing that the reason why they're on their mission or their vision, like what's their vision, their mission, everything. That's not just a business thing. It's a personal thing. So you got to sit down, have that conversation and understand why does this person want to do what they want to do? And then from there, once you truly tap into it, the sky's the limit. They will continue to do what you want to do. You may just need to reel them back in every now and again, but they will continue to do that forever. And you won't have to continue to offer them something. You can just offer them opportunities to learn. You can offer them opportunities to make a bigger impact. doesn't have to be money. It could just be, hey, I put you on a really big project and you're going to get acknowledged for it. And that person's like, oh, yes, I like doing stuff that's impactful. So that's where my mind goes as far as like how you flex that external into the internal uh, motivation there. Yeah, and that's good. And, you know, we like to keep it short, so we ain't going to go much longer. But just to take it and make that practical even more it is to Corey's point, and this is where a lot of leadership in organizations falls flat on its face. You don't have true, honest conversations with your team members. You secretly, you want to have surface level. You want to ask the, how you doing, just so you can ask the question to get away from it. But you don't ever really want to just dive deep into 
like Corey said, people have families, they have issues, they have dreams, wants, goals. As a leader, here's what you should do. If you want to get from the extrinsic to the intrinsic, you should sit down whenever you do your employee evals, whatever that looks like for you. If you don't do them, you need to do them. And really ask your teammates, what is it that they want for their life, for their vision, not just in your organization? What is it that you want that I can support you with? And stop being afraid as a leader that I'm going to lose good people. You should want people to grow and go where they want to go. And if you have to lose a person, then you should be okay with that because that person, if they, I've seen it, people who feel valued by their companies will not leave until they find a replacement and they train them and help and make sure that the company's still stable. They won't just leave you high and dry. The people who leave you high and dry, they trying to get out of there and they just waiting for the moment. So the thing that you have to do is sit down, have an honest, open conversation about where your teams want, what they want, where they want to go, what motivates them, what can make them happy, what makes them feel fulfilled without it just being about how can you get the job done better? How can you get it done faster? Do I need to give you more money so you can work harder? No. Figure out what is it they really want. Ask the question behind the question. Go deeper than the surface level answer. Yes, I can give you $500 more, but like Corey said, why is that important to you? Well, babysitter rates went up. It's very stressful finding somewhere for my kid to go. I need a new car. I'm saving for a college fund. I'm saving for a wedding. I want to travel more. Now the money makes sense. Now I know that I can get this person motivated by giving them a little bit of extra money because that's what they need and want. Some people, like, of course, they want more work. They want more help, want to be just more in the team. How can you give them opportunities to do that? You know what? If we really step up on this project, I give you, how about you lead that team in the next one? They ready to go. So, you know, when you're thinking about this, it goes back to communication. I believe that communication, they say 90, 95% is what you need in relationships. is what you need in everything. Business, relationships. Even if you communicate just with yourself, you got to ask yourself the questions about what you want in life. So communication, honest, without it being one-sided. A lot of our leaders out there are one-sided. You're trying to get what you can get to make the organization better at the expense of the team. And then you want to throw them a bonus because you know they're unhappy. You know that's the only way you can keep them, to try to throw something at them instead of nurturing them and really coming to an understanding. So, Corey, that's all I got on this one. Any closing remarks you got? Yeah, and I just want to drive home, um, you know, how that how that internal motivation is going to trump anything that you have, right? And we talked about how to flex both. But I met a guy, uh, I was on vacation, and he was from South Carolina. And I, some storm had just hit South Carolina. He said... Uh, I was telling them what I do. And I said, yeah, I work with leaders. You know, I help them with their, you know, their organization, their culture. You know, I help them build really high performing teams. And he's like, oh, man, that's good. He said, he said, we need people more like you because the company that I work for, I actually just turned down an offer from a competing company that would have doubled my salary. Ooh. And he said the reason why was because when the storm hit, the bottom floor of my house flooded out. 
he said it, it was going to cost me four thousand dollars to redo my floor the company came together and was able to go ahead and help me now he said it ended up costing even a little bit more but i'm not going to ask him for that because it was nice that they came to check on me and they offered the you know they offered me the money to help me out but he said i'll never leave this company simply because i know they care for me and that's mm -hmm. all i want out of an organization i want somebody that will care for me and be there when i'm down because i'm going to be there for you when you're down and try to lift you up the least you can do is help me out when i have a problem mm, that's good i know there are probably business that that may listen owners that may listen leaders that may listen and be like well we can't do all that because it's going to impact the bottom line if that's not true you can absolutely do things to help your teams without impacting the bottom line without hurting the business you can do it you just have to find ways to make it and do it the smart and efficient way so get that out you don't have to worry about it being negative on the company because you helping and encouraging and nurturing your employees is only going to help you grow more so that's all we got y'all thank you for joining us for another edition of the seven square podcast leadership tips where my me and my man mr corey see go deep into the leadership principles that will help you thrive and help your businesses grow and we will catch you all next time <music>